we're moving on. You ought to come with us. Hey, everybody. I am Kelly Wilkness here with Anita Joyce, and this is Decorating Tips and Tricks, episode 450, Transitioning from Holiday to Winter Decor. I hope you've all had a wonderful holiday season so far. You can take a tour of my house decorated for Christmas. I'll put the link in the show notes, but you better hurry up because I'm going to take our own advice and transition from holiday to winter really soon. Time to start thinking about that. Time to start thinking about it. Well, enjoy your Christmas. We are here to tell you how to put it all away (laughs) (laughs) and change everything up. So, well, if you listen to our decorate light episode, you don't have a lot to put up. That's the good news for you. Yeah. Just put your feet up. We have a lot of good tips today. I have a little secret confession. Oh, I do love your secret confessions, Kelly. Well, you know, it's just because I feel a little bad because everybody's so excited about Christmas. And and I do really love Christmas. And I do love decorating, especially in the lighter way that I have come to enjoy over the past several years with the help of my friend Anita. I feel there's a butt coming. I sense it. But I love the clean, fresh slate of January. That's so interesting you say that because every January when other people are complaining about how bare their houses look, I am just so loving my house. I just, I just love not only the, you know, the less because you've enjoyed, it's almost like having a giant meal and you're like, oh gosh. And then you have like a glass of lemon water or something Mm -hmm. in the morning and you just feel so much better. So it's not, but it's not even necessarily the less, it's the all the possibility that lies before you with the new year. I think it's so exciting. So I think I kind of get more excited about that as a transition. Uh, but I do obviously enjoy uh, all the aspects of, of Christmas. And we go mm-hmm. you know, very deep into that here in my family and enjoy all of it. But there's something about January, maybe because I'm a January baby, but yep. I just love it. I love my new planner. Like I got my new planner a couple of weeks ago and I just, I've just been cracking it open, putting some things in. And I just can't wait to get in there and see what's going to happen part of it year. is you and I love the here and now, and we love the future. And if you read about our personality types, we are missing a rear view mirror. <laughs> we don't okay. look back. We look at now and the future. So, you know, we're always excited about what's uh, coming next. So I'm kind of one of those people. I love Christmas. I love decorating for Christmas. I enjoy the holidays. I am having so much fun this Christmas time. But right after Christmas, well before the new year, <laughs> I will be putting my Christmas tree up and I will be transitioning to a winter decor. It is not because I don't love Christmas. It's just because once the presents aren't there, my family, my kids, I hate to say it, it is a present delivery device. (laughs) So once the presents have been delivered, it's no longer of interest to my family. That is so funny. (laughs) Okay. So let's get into the tips for today. Mm -hmm. Well, one we've already touched on, Use more all-season decor in the first place or Mm. just less Mm -hmm. Christmas decor, Mm -hmm. less specific Christmas decor. And then, you know, it's easier to transition. 
So if you're into it being easier to transition and having something that can last, because it really, even if you start the minute you've eaten that turkey, even if you start then, it's a very short window that people do a whole heck of a lot. So Mm -hmm. if you can get more time out of your decor, if you stay with the the more wintry type look, then super, super Christmassy, then, you know, you can carry on and you don't have to do really anything right away. It's just all of that Christmas when it's, when it's, the calendar turns to January, just kind of turns me off. I want it to be Mm -hmm. gone. Right. It's, it just seems like it just feels dated to me after Christmas gone is over. It feels just like this is past. We're still enjoying our time off, but Christmas itself seems to be over, but we're just kind of enjoying the holidays. So I'm kind of ready to, so obviously as you're transitioning, you're putting up your tree or moving it out. uh, You know, if it was a real one, taking it outside and putting up, uh, I, I kind of put up all of the red. If there's any red sitting out, I definitely take that up. Now I know what you're saying. But it's, I can't think it's like a southern thing, like putting it up. Like to me, if I said I'm putting it up, that would be, I mean, I'm putting my red out. So you're putting it away. Putting it away. Just for any, our, any of our up, New Yorkers listening. Putting it up in the attic, up in the shelf. Right. Whatever. Putting it away. Taking okay. it out. Yeah. Maybe I'm using some, I don't know, different phraseology. But anyway, the the red is going Bye-bye for now, but I'm leaving out any kind of greenery. I'm leaving out my fairy lights. I love leaving the fairy lights to me are so wintry and I love keeping the greenery, any greenery that I have out. I love keeping out as long as it, if it's real, as long as it still looks good, you know, I will keep it out. And my boxwood wreaths, boxwood balls, I love keeping those out well past the Christmas season. I think those transition so well into Christmas decor. Oh yeah. All, all year round for sure. So yeah, I totally agree. Remove the red. Also when you're doing this all and putting it away, purge, you know, get rid of the ornament that you didn't really like, mm-hmm. organize it. So it's just easier next year. And if you, it's a good time to get rid of stuff that you're on the fence about as with regard to your holiday decor. Cause you're not getting that sort of like, Oh, feeling about it coming out you're like ugh, and you want you know you're getting rid of it you're putting it away so it'll be a little easier to to let it go if you're so inclined right so you know evie is working on her teaching certification so she's actually a teaching assistant at a school this year Mm -hmm. and so i said you can give you can take our old faux tree to the classroom with you she said really i said under one condition that it never comes back. <laughs> you want you don't want it all dusty after they've had it for a few I years. I said I don't do not bring it back. Oh, like I funny. don't care what happens to it. Yeah. Well, I do. I mean, don't don't just throw it outside. But yeah. So so oh, yeah, I'm sure so, they'll use it for years to come. Well, they were excited and they got to and then I found a box of ornaments that I wasn't going to use again. So I said so they the kids put them on the tree and really enjoyed it. So I was it made me so happy to see that tree not in a landfill, but in a classroom and it's a special needs classroom and they the kids just really enjoyed oh, that's so great. putting the ornaments on the tree. So way to go. Very excited yeah. about that. Yeah. And it cleared out some room in my attic. Yay. All good. Win, win, win. 
Yeah. So uh, I leave evergreen out and I actually replace and replenish it because now if I've had it since the beginning of December, I'll do a whole new round for January. And I like to mix up my greens anyway. So it's not just pie. Where do you get it that it's fresh at Christmas time? Trader Joe's. Well, see, I got a Christmas wreath, a greenery, a fur Mm -hmm. wreath at Trader Joe's a couple of weeks ago. And it's it's pretty dried out now. So you think oh, really? I can go get another one? Maybe they have more there. I'll oh, yeah. Look. I mean, they, they're constantly getting replenished at mine mm-hmm. anyway. But I buy the cut greens that you would have in water anyway. Those are the ones that I do. Oh, okay. I did the wreath. Okay. Right. Yeah. I I usually don't buy reason, real reason garlands to put inside because they do dry out. Mm-hmm. I have some cedar that I bought there around my door and a few other places. That's outside. But yeah, the greens that you can... And if the ones I got those too, I got the greens in the vase too. Yes. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. So then if you, and if they still look good, which they may just give them a fresh cut. Uh, Well, the, the wreath, I actually ended up using like a candle ring. Mm -hmm. So I just kind of have it on the countertop. No, fine. Yeah. Yeah. So you could, you know, and you don't have, the stores will soon not have that anymore. And like, you'll turn around, there'll be Easter bunnies. So, you know, you can't I keep know. going with that. But again, if you're, you live anywhere where you have greenery outside, cut the greenery. It doesn't have to be Christmas mm-hmm. type. It's just, it's such a nice thing to bring inside. You know, what is so beautiful if you can get your hands on is some um, lemon uh, tree branches or limes or orange tree branches. Mm, so beautiful. Nice. I Magnolia mean, you know, leaves too yes. are so pretty this time of year. So pretty. So all of that. And you can incorporate, I love incorporating white flowers any time of year, but it's a great time of year for white flowers. In fact, my and when I did my book, my January was um, these Casablanca lilies in this giant vase. And I, I will mm. never forget what my house smelled like because, you know, I had the oh. opportunity to buy so many of them or the mm-hmm. reason to buy so many of them mm-hmm. to take pictures of it. That was, to, to my mind, that is the most intoxicating floral scent. I know some people really don't like it, but oh, if you like it, go hog wild in January. Mm-hmm. It will just be beautiful in your mm. home. Well, this is also the time, if you don't have them out yet, be sure and get any furry pillows out, your fur throws. Uh, you know, we have the faux snow leopard throw that everyone fights over and the white furry pillows that I get out and which are, you know, look too hot in the summer, but it's a great time to have those out. And they just feel kind of cozy and inviting, but but not really Christmassy, but definitely seasonally appropriate for for winter. Oh, yeah. No matter where you are. I mean, it's cold here now, like 49, you know, <laughs> but it's not freezing, but it's definitely cold here. I mean, and even if it ends up getting up to like 70, it's still, you know, it's winter. The sun hits the house in a different way. It's just different. Mm-hmm. So I love to have my furries out. A great way to introduce some furriness into your home in a really inexpensive way is some of those little pelts and I use pelts in you know air quotes because they're not real. Right. Um, all these are faux. Right. So they're all over IKEA, but they're all all over Amazon. I bought two uh for up in the podcast studio because also it's nice to have a little bit more texture up here, you know, when we're talking and we're mm-hmm. recording. So I sit on one and one's on Peter's chair on and I have them in black and I love them. And I think they were $26 or something for the two of them. Oh, so, nice. Yeah. So if you don't want to, if you don't want to switch over your pillows or something like that, that's just like a fun thing to throw over the back of a chair, really inexpensive. So we can put some links to those mm-hmm. in the show notes. Well, also to go with those, the sweater pillows. 
now's mm-hmm. the time for the sweater pillows. And they look so cozy. If you have an old sweater, you can make your own or you can buy them. You can find those anywhere. And I'm thinking too, to go with our greenery, you can use some pine cones. And I think it's still a great time to use the mercury glass as long as it's not red. I think a lot of the silver mercury glass is so beautiful this time of year. And it just looks great with kind of the the cozy winter stuff that we're oh, we're using. So true. And candles and candles in mercury candles, glass. Yeah. yeah, candles, lanterns, um, all that. Back to the sweater pillows. The Better Homes and Gardens collection at Walmart has these great sweater pillows. So they're really oh, inexpensive. Nice. So I'll put a link to those in the show notes. How about adding a new house plant? You know, you've got rid of a tree maybe. And so now it's a nice time to add a house plant. A big one would be awesome, but a small one is nice too, maybe, or a series of three small ones along a windowsill or on the mantle, just some organic freshness. Again, bringing the greens, the neutrals, the golds, and the silvers, that's a lovely way to transition through the winter. And if you're a person who gets really excited about Valentine's Day, you know, maybe you want to do something then. So maybe that's where, you know, then you sort of transition to maybe a few little decorations for that holiday. And then you slide into spring. But so you've got a long way to go from right after Christmas to the middle of February or even into March uh, that you can enjoy this transitional decor. This is the time to get your paper whites. Yeah. And I love, I order them on Amazon usually, but there's a lot of places you can get those. And then I pull out some silver bowls and tuck those in with the rocks and put some moss around them. And they're so pretty. I just love seeing those this time of year. It just makes me happy. And it's such a nice transition. And it's fun to kind of watch them growing up. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and they and if you're someone who has that kind of sadness when the holidays are over, I think that might be a nice thing to kind of look forward to seeing those grow every day uh, if you've gotten rid of the Christmas stuff and that's making you sad. Well, you just gave me a really excellent transition into our sponsor for today, BetterHelp. Yeah, if there's something that interferes with your happiness or preventing you from achieving your goals or just, you know, a seasonal sadness even, BetterHelp Online Counseling is there for you. You can connect with a professional counselor in a safe and private online environment, and it's so convenient. You can get help on your own time and at your own pace. You can schedule secure video or phone sessions, plus chat or text with your therapist. And if you're assigned a therapist that you don't really care for, you can switch at any time. The licensed professionals working with BetterHelp are specializing in all sorts of issues from depression to grief, sleeping, trauma, family conflicts, and everything you can imagine. And anything you share is confidential. If you head to betterhelp.com slash DTT, you'll receive 10% off your first month. So that's again, betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash DTT to save 10% off your first month. With the new year upon us, it's a great time to start a new ritual. Whether you make resolutions, goals, or intentions, everybody wants to take better care of themselves. And a great way to do just that is to fill in the gaps in your diet with a terrific multivitamin. Ritual multivitamins do just that. Ritual is the multi-reimagined. Remember I told you I was going to start taking Ritual multivitamins in the new year? Well, I must confess, I already started. So you all need to catch up with me. 
Ritual vitamins are made with nine key nutrients to get your body what it needs and none of what it doesn't need. No shady extras. Ritual vitamins are so easy to eat. They come in this gorgeous packaging, so you can just leave them out on the counter and so easy to remember to take them. They will be delivered right to your door. You can start, snooze, or cancel at any time. And if you're not totally thrilled with Ritual, I am, and I think you will be, but if you're not, you can let them know and within the first month and get your first month refunded. So start your Ritual today and save 10% off your first three months. That's savings 10% off your first three months of Ritual Vitamins by going to Ritual dot com slash d t t that's ritual r i t u a l dot com slash d t t to save ten percent off your first three months. Okay, so let's get back to transitioning to our winter decor. Mm-hmm. We love this. Let's say it together. Bowls of citrus. Oh, I didn't know where you were going with <laughs> she that. Wasn't I'm like, I'm along, supposed to. You guys. Like, you might tell Bowls me next time. What are we saying? I thought we were saying pine cones or something. No, you love bowls of citrus. I do love bowls of lemons and limes, and I keep them out all the time. People think they're fake, but no, I have real ones out. And I keep them sitting out too, because if you use them, uh, you want them room temperature anyway, because they're going to juice better. Oh, that's a good tip. I didn't know that. Yeah. Well, they don't, you know, they're kind of hard and they don't release the juices as much if they're, if they're from the refrigerator, but for room temperature... Yeah, it's a lot easier to juice them. Wow. And yeah. they think they're fake because I'm sure like I, you spend a lot of time picking them out at the market because I don't want a bruised lemon in my bowl. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. <laughs> I'm looking and, oh, so, and then I want them all sort of the same color yellow. I want that deep, warm yellow, not the light yellow. Oh, yes. Uh, from the sounds of this, I think you must be spending a lot more time <laughs> then selecting I your lemons than I and do. I use like, Q-tips on my cabinets. Yes. Yeah, I yeah, I'm yeah, I don't I'm not gonna pick out a rotten one, but I'm not spending that much time on it. It's a good time to pull out your crystal bowls too. A lot of people have these. You might have gotten them for a wedding gift or somehow along the way you picked one up and you're like, Yeah, when am I gonna use that? Well, in your winter transition decor is a perfect time. You pull those out. And then I love adding things like pine cones to those because I love mm-hmm. that, you know, that rub up against the really fine, lovely mm-hmm. crystal with the rough hewn pine Put cone. some moss in there, maybe. Put some moss in it, baby. Mm-hmm. I love it. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, moss. Now that's another one. How about that really chartreuse green moss? You get that oh, bag, yes. so you get it online, you get it wherever your mm-hmm. nursery is. And then putting a little nest of that, put a really nice pine cone, like a nice sized one, and then put a cloche over that. Oh, I love it. You like that? Because well, and remember we talked green, about- Yeah. But it's I, not the real Christmas green. Right. Well, in the lanterns and the cloches, you've got to have lanterns and cloches, and then you're just going to put whatever the season is, whatever the holiday is, that's where you put your stuff. And then it's kind of contained and then you change it out. So get out those Christmas bulbs out Mm -hmm. of your cloche and now you're going to put in the pine cones and and some moss. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Those are your hotspots. So Mm -hmm. easy, everybody. How about a stack of new decor books for your coffee table? Yeah. So some ones that just came out, maybe mm-hmm. if, so, you know, maybe you were lucky enough to get one that you wanted for Christmas or buy yourself one and just have a new stack. And that's just something that you can not only enjoy looking at, 
by, you know, by walking by your coffee table, but actually sit down and enjoy at one point. How about a basket of birch logs next to the I've always fireplace. wanted birch logs. I know, or a basket with with some nice plaid throws in it, or just kind of some delicious looking soft, warm throws. That just sounds so heavenly. I mean, so yeah, Christmas is going to be over soon and we're going to be transitioning, but there's still so much to appreciate and enjoy about the season, about the winter. And I think it is about the coziness. It's about all these uh, beautiful throws. It's about turning your fire on, whereas for us is flipping a switch, whereas for some people yeah. might actually be, you know, Rubbing lighting. Sticks real- together. Yes, exactly. Uh, and this is the time where you want some nice candlelight and I'm thinking of cozy things. Like you said, the books, this is the time, get out that, your teapot, have a beautiful, delicious cup of tea by the fire with your great design book. I mean, it can be a really lovely time of year. Oh yeah, we love it. Okay. Here's a tip on getting branches from outside and bringing them in. So if you live in a place where it's cold, um, and it might be really cold, so your branches might even have like frost or you know ice on them or something like that wait until the afternoon when they've thawed out a little bit because you don't want to be cutting branches when they're too cold and too crisp and rigid so let them warm up a little bit sort of like you know two three o'clock in the afternoon and that's a good time to cut them cut them on the angle don't smash the ends that's not going to help them and then and get them right into some room temperature water and you should be able to keep those branches for a very long time and here's the thing what if they're branches from um, trees that will bud flowers? Mm. If they have got the buds on them, you might be able to even start forcing some branches oh, to bloom nice. at this time of year. So think about that. Think about what you've got going on outside and then bring that in. Another idea is to mix your metals like a crazy person. Just mix them all up. You, uh, you, we talked about mercury glass, but you know, find some inexpensive candlesticks. Bring in some golds. Bring in some silvers. Maybe even some wooden ones. Just you know, mix in it all together. But the mixing of the metals is so pretty this time of year. Well, and also just think of other your other senses too. Like get your diffuser diffuser out. And put in some of those wintry kind of, you know, the germ fighter scents with the cinnamon and all these pumpkin spices. Just fill the house with all these beautiful smells. Uh, Perhaps you can make some homemade wassail or warm up that spiced cider that they sell at Trader Joe's that we're addicted to that's delicious. Mm. Uh, So your house smells all inviting and warm. You know, make some little fresh cookies. I mean, there's... I'm just even thinking beyond the decor, just things to do to enjoy the season. Yeah, that's lovely. I have a sort of a a little bit of maybe like a crazy idea, a little silly idea, but I don't know. What if you had your tree and it was still looked good and that in that it was not all dried out? And what if Mm -hmm. you just took everything off it except the lights Mm -hmm. and you just like Mm -hmm. let that go to say – like our birthday, like January 17th, <laughs> something like that. And then you sang happy birthday around it to us. Mm-hmm. You know, just because I, it's like when the pumpkins should go, they're never really ready to go. And I feel bad because I, they're so nice mm-hmm. looking. And then, but you have to move on and you can't mm-hmm. have, uh, mm-hmm. you know, pumpkins when you have your Christmas wreaths and stuff like that. So I was thinking, gee, I wonder, mm-hmm. you know, I wouldn't want to look at a Christmas tree with all the stuff on it. Mm-hmm. Because again, that would be too Christmassy. But if you took it all off, 
you could maybe let it go for another week. Or say you're a person who wants all your Christmas stuff down on the 26th. But it'd be super fine to leave your tree, at least until after New Year, but just with the white lights. Because sometimes, Mm -hmm. does anybody agree? Sometimes when you put the tree up and then you put the lights on, I think it looks so beautiful right now. I don't even want to put anything on it. I love just the well, green tree. Well, some people I think lights. do that just for Christmas is do just the lights. I mean, I think that's a legitimate Christmas look if you want. I think it's legit. Now, yeah. Yeah. Now the thing about the tree is, I guess for me, is it just takes up so much space and I don't really have a good place for my tree. Right. So I probably wouldn't do that, but I would be very open to the greenery, the real greenery on the fireplace mantle or other, or on the on the staircase, you know, just some other place where it's the greenery and you take off the Christmassy things where it's just right. kind of greenery and maybe pine cones mm-hmm. uh, and maybe some lights. I think that, I, th- I mean, I think that's a great idea. If you have the space for the tree and you want to keep it up, I think that's a neat way to transition it is to just have the lights on it. Yeah. Cause we've never really done that. I mean, maybe other people do and it wasn't this sort of like, you know, really crazy independent thought, but I mm-hmm. was thinking today, like, you know, it looks so nice. <laughs> and then when you take it, like, what, you know, what, why not step it down? Why? Because every year I just take everything off. And then I, as I've told you guys before, I cut all the branches off and I drag them out to the garden. And I put them all around the bushes and I mulch them that way. But maybe this year I'm just going to take the stuff off and I'm going to try it this year. I will try it. Did you get a real tree this year? Yeah. Oh, look at you. Anita, do you have a crush for today? I do. Uh, have you ever had those Pimpernel placemats? Have you ever used those before? A what? A Pimpernel? Pim- Pimpernel. No, I they're, never heard of I that. I think they're made in the UK and they're MDF. London, it's... London, London. Well, no, no. I, I've been buying these for ages. Teasing. No, this, this is nothing. No. <laughs> it took me like 12 years to get over living in London for a year. So, I mean, you know, I still okay. talk about it all the time. Yeah, right, right, right. But this is some, no, I've been buying these for years because we always are eating on an antique table that, you know, you can't just put your plate and glass on and everything. I bet people try. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They do. Stop it with that. Okay. So it's it's MDF, but it's lacquered on the top and corked on the bottom. I'm sure you've seen it. It's them. MDF? It's it's what we talked about in the cabinet episode? Well, I think it's MDF, but it's it's just kind of it's a fixed, it's like a flat, it's a coaster. It's like a coaster, but it's big enough for it's a mat, you know, a, a placemat. So it's not fabric. Wow. So you okay. kind of wipe it down. I can't believe you haven't seen it. No, these. I can't believe either because I have to say. My family complains about my placemats, which I love. They're nubby. They're almost like sizzle. Mm-hmm. But, you know, and I, you know, I, I'm not like exactly your level, but I'm kind of a germaphobe too. And I've had mm-hmm. these for a long time. And even my daughter was like, shouldn't we get new placemats? I mean, they don't look bad, mm-hmm. you guys. They don't look bad right, at but all. The, you know, but, but you know what's lurking You can't under clean the them. You yeah. can't. If you rinse them off, mm-hmm. then they get that funny smell because they're kind of, you know, that natural woven. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. No, I, All right. Know, so these you can wipe down, you can spray with Brilliant. the cleaner. So you just wipe it down and it, because the cloth ones, you know, they get stained or maybe just my family drops everything on them. Oh no, they do. They get washed all the time and then they just don't, they really don't. The fabric ones do not last for very long. Well, I was so excited because I saw the Pimpernel uh, placemats in the strawberry thief pattern, the William Morris strawberry thief thief pattern 
Do you know which pattern I'm talking about? It's, oh my gosh, it's all this stuff. I know William Morris, but well, I William Morris—it's like one of their most famous, one of the most. Okay. It was one of the most popular okay. patterns. If you look it up, you're, if you Google it, you're going to go, "Oh, I've seen this before." So he based it on the thrushes that he found stealing fruit from his kitchen garden of his countryside home, Kelmscott Manor in Oxfordshire, and so these were designed in 1875. The the pattern was designed then. Uh-huh. Oh, William Morris, not the... William Morris designed it in 1875, and then it was a fabric. But they've used... But, you know, these days, the fabric has turned into wallpapers and now these placemats. But I had never seen it in the Pimpernel. So now it's available in the Pimpernel. So I just... That is my Christmas present to myself. I'm so excited. Placemats. You're so (laughs) (laughs) self-indulgent. They're really... Well, I know. Okay. Okay. Is it Pimpernel like... Like the Scarlet Pimpernel book? Yes, I think, I think it's What's the same pimper- spelling. What is a Pimpernel? Oh, this is well, something I don't for know. next time. What is, who knows? I challenge the listeners. What well, it's the name of the Pimpernel? company, I think. Oh, well, I don't know what a Pimpernel is. Maybe it's, I don't know that that's something. It's just the name of the company. Yeah, but the Pimpernel must mean something. Well, okay. it's got to be something. We're going to find Okay, you guys let us know if you find out. I'll okay, that's a link great. to them. Yeah. I want to get these. What's your crush? Um... Okay, this is good. I, based on you, was very started to become concerned about my pots giving off oh. aluminum. Yes, I had Calflon, and I've had them for a very, very, very long time. Mm-hmm. And I think I was, you know, I got them for Christmas one year when we first got married, mm-hmm. and so they were like the professional grade, but I read about them that, you know, if they get nicks or something in them, that the Mm. aluminum that's inside of them may Mm -hmm. start coming out. Mm -hmm. So you kind of got me a little freaked out with the aluminum thing. And I have one all clad, all stainless steel skillet that I always use and I love it. And it's so easy to clean. So I thought I'm just going to get all clad, a big stock pot and another pot. And that's really the only pots that I have. I have like three pots. Right. So, but they were so expensive, the all clad, uh, you know, and it is Christmas time mm-hmm, and I am spending right. money on other people right now. I was like, pots. Yeah. So then I started- I did com- get the placemats for myself. Well, there you go. But I didn't <laughs> want to get pots for myself. Um, so I started to ex- ex- exploring like, okay, it's stainless steel. Like as mm-hmm. long as it's the same grade stainless steel, am mm-hmm. I paying for the all clad name? Which is a good name to pay for. Well, right. You, know, you can buy on. cheap stainless steel. You don't have to pay a lot for stainless steel. Right. Exactly. But you want to make sure, because I did, I did do some research. I mean, you want to make sure it's a certain thickness. You want to make oh. sure that all of this, you know, because okay. you don't, you don't want to be back in your same position okay. that I was with my other thing. Mm-hmm. So I found this company who I've actually seen before selling other home products on Amazon. It's called Stone and Beam. It's like one of those companies on Amazon that has like its own page and everything. Mm-hmm. And so I bought my new stainless steel stock pot and regular, you know, sort of bigger sauce pan from them for sauce pot from them. And I love it. It has the same feel in your hand as the all clad, the handle and the handle doesn't get hot and it seems to conduct the heat really well. So I would highly recommend it. And it was like half the price of the all clads. There you go. And, you know, and even if, I guess if you needed more or you liked to have more pots, if you bought them in a set, it was probably a better deal, but I just wanted the two. So I just bought these two individually. So I can put the link to those in the show notes. I'm very happy with them. And they're so super shiny and pretty. Yeah. And then at some point we got to get you onto 
um, an iron skillet, but we'll deal with that later. I had a cast iron skillet, but I think I told you, I like, you said tried, you broke it. I tried to clean it. <laughs> Which is the first time I've heard of one breaking, but whatever. I don't think I broke it. I like, I don't know. I, you I said should... it cracked because it hadn't been seasoned. So I, I, Something bad happened to it. Yeah. I had to throw it away. Something happened. Yes, well, we know what happened. To, not, not we like all cr- know what happened. <laughs> it was not cracking in half. It like started to chip off almost. Yeah. That's what was happening. Mm-hmm. And I so that probably was because I tried to clean it and that was bad. Okay, mm-hmm. so our question today is from Valerie R. Valerie wants to know, and this is a great time for this question, Valerie, how do we organize what she assumes are our very busy schedules? Oh. Like how do we keep track? Of well, what we're doing? Valerie, I now I'm probably gonna have a different answer from Kelly. But You're Valerie, so gonna have a different answer from me. I love well, because I love technology, I'm not gonna lie. I love technology. And so I do Google calendar and because that integrates with my Gmail, I get notifications. I make sure I'm notified so that I don't forget. I can put the location in there. And then when it comes up on my calendar, I can do the Google, you know, the Apple CarPlay and I'm just touching it and then boom, then the location showing up in my car. Uh, So it's very integrated. You can invite people to events. And then if the time changes, then they're notified by Google. um, Oh, are they ever? (laughs) Yeah, I know. Well, yeah, because I do send a certain person who's listening here. Notifications. Sometimes they and that's are not ignored. You, Valerie. I think that's me. Yeah, I, that's you. They're never ignored. They're often deleted. Because I know. Because <laughs> I have Valerie written it all down in pencil <laughs> in my book. That I keep my calendar. Yeah, but book. then you have to. Yeah, but if you lose your book, then well, you're up a creek. But see, mine is if my calendar is available on all of my devices. <laughs> yes. And uh, but also it just kind of integrates with everything. But. I will tell you too, I use Wonderlist. It's not for my schedule, but I use it for uh, grocery lists and stuff that needs to be bought at certain places. And my family just, they fought me tooth and nail on it because they were used to the paper list. But once we switched over to Wonderlist, it is so wonderful because you don't have to remember to pick up the list. You show up at the grocery store, you pull it up, and then everybody's items, everything everyone wants is already on there. You don't have to then go, hey, I ended up going to the grocery store. What did you want? It's all there. And then you check it off. And then the person gets a notification that it was purchased. And I, that is such a lifesaver. It's that it's not really a calendar thing, but it's kind of an organization thing that is especially helpful if you have if you're buying for other people too. So those are yes, my two things. Which so many of us are. Mm-hmm. Uh, and one note on that wonder list: it's an app, and Anita did have me on it for a while. I think I still have it on my phone, um, and it, and it did it did. Uh, it, you were really more, good at ignoring it too. It was more no, then I was giving you jobs too. Well, because you can true. give people you, you can know, assign you, things. It's to a to do list, really, mm-hmm. like a shared to do list. And I did mm-hmm. kind of enjoy that because there was some a great satisfaction. <laughs> I like, you know, crossing the thing off the list. Mm-hmm. Um so I that was okay. But Valerie, to to answer your question, I do enjoy technology as well, but not with my schedule. I have always been used to having a, a written schedule. And that I can move it around and highlight and do all that. And it just seems to me like it just You can works. do that on the on the computer too. Did I interrupt you during your time? <laughs> okay. <laughs> just pipe down there. It's- <laughs> 
So yes. Uh, so every year that's, I get all jazzed up about picking on a new planner. I use, um, now I've last few years I've been using that rifle paper company, a planner, which I absolutely love. It it's, you can, they give you plenty of space for each day. I use only a pencil to write it in. And sometimes a highlight of things are very important. Um, and that's where I keep it all. I have not been very good at integrating everything onto my phone. So I can't really trust my phone, but if I'm out and about and somebody says, oh, let's do this at such time, or I need you at such time, I'll put it in my phone, but then I transfer it. So that my book, and Anita is right. If my, if God forbid, knock on wood, my house burned down or I was robbed and they took my rifle paper ca- calendar, I would be up a creek, mm-hmm. but that's and the way I've always send you been reminders, used to it. But okay. No, but I just open it every day and I look mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. then I remember. But I'm just used to it. When I used to be a lawyer, I had a big um, calendar on my desk, one of those where you, you know, big giant page and you'd rip it off when the month was over and I could see everything. I had the little book that you would hand write everybody's phone number and then all your schedule and I would get new inserts every year and have a nice cover. Very nice. Very Mm -hmm. nice. I love all that In the olden days, that is what I did. In the olden days. Yeah. So I, you know, that's still, I'm still kind of a throwback in that way. And I think I always will be. I like I like writing and stuff down. I like well, going it, to paper source and buying my, my new Okay, well, it probably fits in your saddlebag on your horse when you're... You know. <laughs> I have it in my Victorian home. And after I, after I, I tie the horse up, I write down where I'm going the next time. Okay, well, that, I'm sure that works well for you. But isn't it nice how Anita and I have such different approaches to this very similarly crazed schedule? And we're all getting it done and showing up. So mm-hmm. whatever works best for you, Valerie. But yeah, Wonderlist, I like. I would try that if, you know, that's as in this and more organizational thing. Um, and I would like to get better as, uh, as far as having it on my phone, but this Google scheduling thing, Anita loves. So give that a try. If you think oh. that might work for you. Well, and then I, I can't tell you how many times it's happened where someone said, when did such and such happen? Or when was this doctor's appointment? And I can go back on my phone wherever I am and find it. But here's the other. Okay, let me just talk about one other benefit of that. Because I'm scheduling things for my family, I actually have access to their calendars and it shows up on mine. So this way, when I'm scheduling events, I can see what they have on their calendar and I'm not going to be over scheduling over things that they have planned. That's smart. Yeah, that is smart. No, there's a lot of advantages to coming into the mm-hmm. the current century mm-hmm. with your no, scheduling. <laughs> Just, you know, next time you're riding your But you don't get stickers, and I get stickers with my planner, which I really like. Okay. No, I'm sure that's right. Well, (laughs) Well, this was fun. It's so fun, and I hope, I guess my hope from this is that you can enjoy the time after Christmas and that you won't feel sad about it being over. I want you to make your home just the way you want it, make it cozy, make it inviting, so you can really enjoy it, because I really don't want anyone to feel sad that the holidays are passing. So uh, thanks for hanging out with us. And remember, we're here to inspire you to create a beautiful home. Until next time. 